enough minutes if you can see the sun. All I need is five minutes. Hello, I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright, mate? Hello there. How's it going? Pretty good, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Good. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying this evening. Back on the cans for the first time in yeah, God knows how long so during earlier, a recording session. Said so earlier, it felt like you know over a year or so. It's it's not been, but best part of. I don't think I've had a beer while recording since episode one hundred. Yeah, I can see that being a true thing. I think that might be the case. So that's been a long old time, um, and it feels good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I, I feel like. Um, like I can't quite imagine how this used to be the norm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cause you're two in, aren't you? I'm I'm three in. Are you? This is number three. I had one on the bus. Oh blimey! Told <laughs> <laughs> Tim is back. Oh, just finished like one half a can. Yeah, I know. It's back to the old days, literally. I mean, yeah. To be <laughs> yeah, I was always a bit slower. Occasionally, I'd have a can when you'd have like a coke, mm. and I would always kind of finish at that. Like I've yeah, I've never really. It feels weird drinking on your own. Like, because I'm not going to be to the point where I've had four or five and I'm a bit pissed and you're like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, because like, there's nothing worse than having a conversation uh, with a drunk person when you're completely sober. Although, having that conversation and recording it probably would be the worst thing imaginable. Yeah. It's like, I, I love it when, I don't love it. I do love it. When you see like someone who's an artist who's clearly really, really drunk being interviewed and everyone's kind of slightly cringing about it. And it's like, this is really embarrassing for you, but we're going to go with it anyway and kind of try and laugh it off. Yeah. Um, Do you know, um, I am currently looking down at my interface, uh, which is set to recording, which is, you know, exactly what we want in this situation. In fact, it's perfect. Um, And I've just remembered a dream I had last night where we had finished, like, a really big episode. Like, maybe two three four hundred episode and we had like guests on and stuff okay and then we finished it we were saying goodbye to everyone and then i looked down and saw it wasn't recording and i just pretended it didn't happen (laughs) and i just kind of kept it secret to you and then i was thinking i think i would do that yeah that none of that feels like it happened in some imaginary dream universe that feels very close to home well actually I don't know if I, I think you'd told blame you it on a memory card or something. That bloody thing broke. So like shit. <laughs> that did actually. Well, no, it didn't actually happen. A memory card did break recently. Um, but no, during the Nalufiyanya episode. So what happened there was. Do Tim, I even want to know this? Yeah. Um, well, you know it went out. It was fine. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't make that whole thing up. I recorded like your parts and then did did a Nalupa voice. Um, I've never listened to it. Oh, oh it's, yeah, you I, don't like listening. I to don't those listen things, to do the big ones. No, when it's my favourite artists, I just can't listen to it. Oh well, it was only you speaking as well. So yeah. Awful. Anyway, so what happened there was you started. I basically sat down on the. I I didn't have a seat because we kind of rushed into the interview a little yeah. bit, and um, I sat on the stairs. 
and you both started talking to each other really nice fluid like fluid opening then I looked down and realised it wasn't recording so I was like no 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 guys guys this is broken <laughs> and then I said I actually do vaguely remember yeah that so then I clicked I was like that bloody thing but <laughs> oh what are we gonna do eh and then you started again but I don't think I ever told you that that, that wow. I very no. nearly like missed that episode if I because it's like second nature to me now to look down just to make sure it's recording in fact I do yeah. it quite often as we're going yeah. um, just because we've been stung quite a few yeah. times in the past what a great actor you are really well I I never saw that I I think you were in the moment I don't think you would have I was lost in the thought moment thought about it yeah yeah maybe um, yeah so that's that's that Okay, have you got any more revelations of past recording sessions that you want to divulge at this stage? Um, Anything you want to get off your chest, Harry? I guess the hers interview, I was the whole time I knew one of the mic things wasn't working. Um, I think we both slightly We, we both that, knew, we? yeah, we were kind of like, <laughs> I think just before we'd started, it was like, yeah, that I think that yeah. that right one was is broken and still is. Um, mm. There's really nothing we could have done about it at that time. Um... That's that one. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. All the other ones you know about. Did I ruin one once? Or was it Archie that did? Archie definitely did. Yeah. Over Mind of a Lion. I think um, I might have done. Did I? I did the one that corrupted the file. Yeah. But and then we eventually found it again. I can't really remember. I think There's I, been so I, many I switched stage. something off without knowing. Anyway, we, we've kind of got past those those phases now, luckily. Yeah, we're, we're quite like... <laughs> set up these days uh mm. listeners will won't know that these now our mics just stay attached to a tiny little glass table mm. all day every day 24 7 and it's wrapped they've got the wires wrapped around it all looks a little bit much neater isn't it because yeah. i was getting fed up of firstly getting them out and putting them away all the time yeah and the untidiness because when we were finished recording it would stay there for two or three days <laughs> and I'd just be walking around like mics and stuff and it just got annoying so now yeah. they fold up very nicely these were a very nice buy weren't they yeah wanted these since day one yeah that was like me listeners done. don't know what these are these but... <laughs> are like these arms that you attach to things and they bend around yeah. they, I think they've got names we look pretty pro in here it's basically uh, headgum yeah it's a shame about everything around us yeah nah it's not my friend wants photos and I said we can't really do them in here because it looks like two geeks in the bedroom. Which <laughs> <laughs> essentially is exactly what it is. Um. <laughs> yeah, but two geeks in the bedroom who many people all around the world listen to. I noticed the other day that um, for our last month, Japan mm. is our number three most downloaded nation. Is it? I feel excited I, about that. Brockhampton. The, the Brockhampton episode did quite well over there. Did it? Yeah. Oh, nice one. So Hi Japan. Yeah. Howdy. Howdy. What, how do you say hello in Japanese? I have no Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. I think that might be it. Yeah. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Yeah. I was super <laughs> excited. Um I think we've talked before about how that's like one of my dream destinations. So to um to know we're blowing up over there. Yeah. It's cool. I mean do you Where? have a favourite place that we... Obviously, we love everywhere that listens, but are there any countries that you're like, wow, the the fact that we've got over there? The more remote, the better. Like, yeah. a, we don't get many, but they'll kind of pop up in places like Cambodia yeah. and, like, or, like, little islands places. I like it. I like it to seem so far removed there's from a, where we are. Yeah, there's a tiny little country... Um, near the Ivory Coast uh, that listen 
Yeah. We've got, I think, a few listeners there, I assume. Yeah. Uh, and I find that amazing. Hello, over yeah. there. I just um, want to know, like, what they're seeing out of their eyes while yeah. they're listening to us. Um, yeah. So many bizarre things. Yeah. Uh, are you on a bus somewhere? Are you, like, just in your home? Yeah. It's funny, I was listening to um, Ezra Koenig, the lead singer of um, Vampire Weekend. He does a Apple music uh, sort of radio show thing called Time Crisis. Mm. And he was talking about their set at Lollapalooza. Um, and that was live streamed around the world. And his phrase, his friend who he does the show with was talking about it and he was saying that the bass sounded really off. Mm. <laughs> they were kind of laughing about imagining all the different cities in the world where there's people like, does that sound weird to you? <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at each other like, in Mexico City, in Tokyo, in Dusseldorf, just like, it's not right, is it? That's Sorry, why would those places be listening? Because it was streamed around the oh, world. Oh, it's streamed, okay, yes. sorry. Um, Keep up, Harry. Yeah, no, I think you did say it. I just yeah. switched off for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of the same. I, I like to think when something like that, you tell an anecdote and it doesn't really land. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like to think how many people around the world are like, yeah, that wasn't a good one, move on. Shit. Move on quickly. I don't like to think about all the amount of times people are thinking... Harry, what the hell are you talking about? Because yeah. <laughs> that would happen every week. Yeah. But at least now on Apple, there's a 30 seconds forward on the old podcast app. We've got rid of the 15. Yeah, it's 30 forward, 15 back now. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. I just kind of click it and go. go. Wow. But on, on YouTube, there's a 10 second one, which always feels like a really good jump. But videos on YouTube tend to be a bit more, you know, they're a lot more short form. Snappier than this. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> now you just get to the end of me saying this, this, these few words. Um, but the more you tap it, the more, bigger the lumps will go. So you keep bigger tapping. Bigger the lumps go will go. <laughs> it'll go from 10 <laughs> seconds to like a minute. Uh, you get me. Yeah, I get you. Well, really, this episode, as we know, is going to end up with a lot of rambling. I think we should cut the bit at the beginning a little bit shorter. Let's do that. Um, so, Harry, do you have any musical highlights of the week? I have a musical highlight of the week. So, mine actually comes from uh, this weekend. I was having a nice Chinese dinner with um, a friend of mine at home. I had many meals at home this weekend. Care to name the friend? Uh, Emily Hogarth. Uh, she's been on the podcast yeah, before. former guest. Fan of the show. Friend of the show. The show. Um... <laughs> And I was showing her Brockhampton, of course. She doesn't really know them very well. And it got to a point where we just kind of share her music. And um, just did that thing. We got, we kind of finished, right? You're like, right, you've shown me enough. I've shown you enough. Let's chill out now. Did that thing where it just kind of goes on and it goes to like their radio and like mm-hmm. things that are similar, which I always completely like don't take advantage of. Like, I think Spotify are very good at putting things in like the right categories and finding new yeah. stuff. A lot of the time, you you'll put something on like Frank Ocean, and you'll get a lot of famous stuff come up. But then you it'll just go AWOL and like go really yeah. random. It goes rogue sometimes. Yeah, and, and they're the great moments. Unheard of stuff, and it's and then you, I've got like a little folder where I just every anything I like, I'll save. Yeah. Into it, um, and I was listening to this certain track that came on. And I was like, oh, I know this song. It sounds just like something else. And it's it was starting to annoy me. So I'm about 10, 20 seconds in. I'm just like, no. So I paused it. 
and I was just for ages trying to think of what song it was and I was going through my lists of all these tracks and I was like I just can't find what it is <laughs> so I just pressed play it again and then the song kept playing and I realised it was the song that I thought it sounded like <laughs> which I always probably should try first before I start yeah. assuming that this sounds like it might be this sounds like an ABBA song yeah right it is an ABBA song <laughs> Um, the the track um, is from an artist called Cautious Clay um, and the track is called Cold War I thought we had talked about Cautious Clay before um, I thought you said that your sister listened to him but it might be somebody else Daniel Caesar I think that is Daniel Caesar? Yeah I'm a big fan of Meek's a big fan of Right There's people around but Cautious Clay I don't know this artist at all I, well, I feel I, like that's a name that would have stuck in my head as well so he's not a million miles away from that kind of uh, world. I I really adore this song. It's it's very it's got a really nice pace to it. It's quite chilled. It sounds somewhere between Sampha, James Blake, Frank Ocean. Uh, uh, some of his stuff does anyway. Not not every single track. Um, somewhere within that world, kind of dark R and B vibes mm-hmm. um let's take a listen to the track firstly let me know if you think you've heard it because i feel like it might have been on six music quite a bit this guy is kind of building a bit of a buzz um ep's just dropped very recently called uh, resonance it's really nice as well and funny enough it's got a track on it that i have the same problem that i was trying to show you earlier it's got a bit in it that sounds like something that i really know mm-hmm. um so anyone out there go and listen to um french riviera and tell me if you think it sounds like something because I can't think what it is. And it's I had a go really at early. You did, and I thought you had it. Um, so you'll want to be listening to the kind of vocal melody in the first twenty seconds. Yeah. So go listen to that. See if you can help me out because I'm absolutely stumped. Uh, but the track we're going to play is called "Cold War" by Cautious Clay. <laughs> Yellow tinted lenses in a pink gelato Falling out the window, hit me back tomorrow Will always be the one tough fact to follow Cause we aiming for the stars with a point and hollow Feeling these songs, making jokes and cows This job selling rocks and arms Cause they only swipe right if you fuck for follows Welcome to the days of the broken shadow But if we just smoke Promise. And if 
for the monetary growth of power But we divided at the bottom of this whiskey sour So that was Cold War by Cautious Clay. Tim, thoughts? My thoughts are that I enjoyed it to a certain degree, but it's one of those songs that I think if I heard uh, independently, I would listen to and think, Harry's going to like that, I'll send it to him. Um, Really nice, smooth vocals. I like the kind of... um, The instrumental feels quite restrained. Yeah. Um, just a really cool track, really interesting, nice, cool track, yeah, but I'm very much more in your wheelhouse than mine. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, but I, I always tend to find that what happens with things in my wheelhouse is that uh, you are quite indifferent about them. Uh, Meek will show an interest and then you'll love them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> six months later, I'll be like, have you heard of Cautious <laughs> Clay? <laughs> uh, I really like that um, vocal effect as well, which is quite when it cuts out. And then it does that kind of almost layered Bonnie Berry yeah. vocal effect thing. Uh, don't know what it is, just kind of reverb to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. No, I liked it a lot. I did. Um, Good. It's just one of those things that I don't know where it fits in my kind of daily rotation. Chilled night in. Yeah, that's just FIFA though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I'm glad you slightly enjoyed it. Yeah, and... I did. I did. That that wasn't meant to be a lukewarm reaction at all. I, I thought that was a really cool tune. Luke would be... I don't know what you're trying to say, no. so I'm going to move on. Please do. <laughs> uh, for my musical highlight of the week... <laughs> what? I just ended it Luke would be. People are going to think I cut it or something. <laughs> no, I just skate straight over it. No, you, I knew um, you too. <laughs> so, you'll never guess what I've only gone and done, Harry. Uh, loads of things. <laughs> I've gone and seen another film. Oh no! <laughs> I'm no. Use another film. What have you seen? As a musical highlight. What am I doing at the moment? The guy who never sees any films is <laughs> bloody turned into Mark Kermode at this stage. Um, I went to see Skate Kitchen. Have you heard of Skate Kitchen? Nope. It's a really, really cool film. Here's where I try and like describe a film, and I is just, it on like, it like the Odeon? I stuff, went to see or... <laughs> I mean funnily enough I went to see it at the Institute of Contemporary Arts which right. sounds that very fancy sense. but it's 
I think it's on like Comedia and stuff like that in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of um, a slightly independent right. um, release. It follows uh, the story of a young girl called Camille. She's a skateboarder. Um, she lives in kind of the suburbs outside of New York City. Um, she kind of goes down to a local skate park at the very, very beginning, has like an accident, quite a sort of slightly gruesome, um, very, very painful looking accident. I believe it's called being credit carded, which I don't really want to go into the details of, but there's lots of blood. Oh, that's the mouth thing, isn't it? No, it's somewhere no. else. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but so, <laughs> um, so her mum like bans her from skateboarding, um, and she kind of tries to abide that for a little bit, and then decides no, skateboarding is kind of a huge part of my identity. So she's on Instagram, and she sees this kind of crew of female skateboarders in New York City, um, and decides to kind of get the train into New York, join up with these girls, and then it's kind of the story of what happens there. Um, it doesn't sound like the best premise for a film, but all the actors in it are proper skateboarders. Yeah. So or, there's loads and loads of just skate sequences and um, kind of action shots, which are really, really visceral and really, really good and really impressive and kind of beautifully shot. And you get loads of kind of the New York City landscape um, as you follow quite a simple storyline, but one which is quite... Um, it's nice and nuanced and... Um, is it quite like, as Jonah Hill would put, that you talked about in an interview recently, uh, kind of based off his new film, Mid-90s? Um, which I can't wait for, by the way. Yeah. Is it quite skate-porny? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and it does kind of... I suppose in some ways it's got a bit of a kind of Americanized Skins-type vibe to it because right. um, like they go to there's one particular scene where they go to a party, which is very like a, a scene you would see in that where it's kind of you kind of think parties like that don't really exist do they <laughs> it's all like so much too kind of amped up into this vision of what young people are like but the story's actually really nice um have you seen the film kids no oh, it sounds like it it sounds like that kind of thing yeah. it, no it well, not in terms of the film but um the way it's shot and that for some reason i feel like it's going to be a bit yeah. like that is it a bit lo-fi a bit like kind of a little bit i think i don't think the budget's particularly high um but like I say, really beautifully done. Um, and I think it kind of escapes the skate porny. Um, I'm doing bunny ears there, by the way. Um, kind of vibe because it's sort of about what skateboarding represents, um, yeah. which is kind of a freedom and um, a liberation and a kind of carefree way of life, which isn't necessarily attainable out in the suburbs or in places where you're kind of getting those parental pressures put on you. Mm. So that's kind of the under current of the film which makes it um less of just kind of a look at these cool kids skating around isn't it great yeah. um but the reason i'm picking it as my musical highlight is the soundtrack is really really cool um it's there's a lot of it is kind of subtle in that you don't necessarily realize there's even something playing in the background but pretty much the whole way through you've got some kind of um some kind of musical accompaniment like and licensed music or has it got a soundtrack as well like a... it's got a soundtrack it's all it's all like proper proper artists um right. so you've got like uh georgia smith and um well jane jane smith is in the film which is does he? yeah which in some when he first popped up i was Do you like, still oh. not like him well i just no, <laughs> no because it's just you i just, just keep seeing them everywhere yeah and he just kind of pops up in all these places and it's like 
how have you got there? Why why are you on a Brockhampton track? Are and you there in this you film, Smith's dad. Um, dad. <laughs> Son. Yeah. Um, but he's actually he's actually all right in this. He's quite good and he also is in some skate sequences and he clearly can skate and yeah, um, I think he's alright and he's like a photographer in it and he does photography as well in real life which is quite good so he's kind of the perfect of course he does because he's got the time to do whatever he likes yeah. um, <laughs> but he's he's actually alright in the film um, he's he, when I when, like I say when he first popped up I, I was ready to hate his um, appearance but um, I didn't so it's got a load of kind of um, yeah American sort of slightly underground Hip hop type stuff mm. um, in there, not too similar for not too dissimilar. Sorry to the song you just played. Actually, is a lot of the soundtrack, okay. but also there's kind of these um, little flourishes of more well known tracks and things that um, you maybe don't necessarily expect to pop up, but really really fit in with it. And the song I'm going to pick is one of those. It was kind of one of my. It it comes on in one of the scenes where it's kind of late at night and Camille, the the lead character, she's out skating through the middle of New York, um, kind of getting chased by shopkeepers, all those kind of classic things. But again, it lo- it looks great. Um, and they play the psychedelic furs, um, the song "Love My Way," and it just it just as a standalone little bit of um, imagery and audio accompaniment, it really really worked. Nice. Uh, and yeah, stuck in my mind afterwards. I was kind of singing that song as I left. So you're talking my language. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. It's not, it's not kind of groundbreaking. It's not going to change your world. The story isn't the most complex, but I found it really, really enjoyable. So yeah. uh, coming yeah. of agey. That's kind of my, yeah, it's that kind of thing. My kind of favorite films, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Uh, so let's have a quick listen to the psychedelic first. Here we go. Love my way. <laughs> Not enough 
so that was Psychedelic Furs with Love My Way. Harry, did you enjoy that? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very... I don't think it was what I expected, actually. I guess you kind of opened it up with kind of hip-hoppy stuff, so I didn't expect that. That's why... I think that's why it stuck in my memory afterwards, yeah. because it's not really like... Um, it's not really like the rest of the soundtrack there's sounds a little like uh 90s um possibly earlier would you know if i think it's, it's a... i think it's late 80s i, I remember um oh, okay. going to uh, the victorian albert in london they had a exhibition on postmodernism, mm. which had a lot of kind of devo stuff and obviously like art and architecture and things like that from that era um but i remember that song actually is the film set now or is that the film's yeah modern day okay um it's, it's one of the one of the things I actually thought was really impressive about it. Sorry to go back to kind of being review mode, but um, it's one of the best kind of depictions of um, sort of social media and texting and stuff like that that I've seen in films. Like often, you see them try and crowbar that stuff in, and it feels a bit kind of fake and weird, and it's mm. like that's not really how that fits. Um, but you ju- there's just moments where you sort of see her scrolling through Instagram and like. Um, that's kind of how she keeps in touch with people and it doesn't but it doesn't feel fake it feels really authentic and kind of well done um cool. so yeah all based i will check that in out in the modern age uh yeah i can't remember what i was saying it's good 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 film good song good times lovely uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice that brings to an end our musical highlights of, of the week, week. So this week, as I kind of usually do, I was listening to a bit of the radio and it occurred to me how actually kind of gridded out and formulaic what can feel like quite a kind of ad-libbed and free-flowing format actually is. Basically, they've got like five minutes of chat, then a song, then five minutes of chat, then a song. Yeah. And it occurred to me that, well, one, we don't really play by those rules here on Tracks. And two, I wonder what it'd be like if we actually tried to. <laughs> um, I don't know if we'd be able to do it. I think, like, we kind of, yeah, we do our own thing. I don't know how good we'd be at sticking to those time limits. What happens if we're really good? And then we get our own six music show. <laughs> <laughs> this is an audition. Um, so I thought, let's give that a go. And let's let you guys, the listeners, in on what we're doing. So... Basically, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to set a five-minute timer and we're going to fill that time with some chat. And then when we get to the end of those five minutes, whatever we've finished up talking about, we have to pick a song on that subject. Okay. And we're not going to take it in terms, we're just going to do it together each time because I feel like it could be quite difficult because I know what our conversations are like, Harry, and they go all over the place. I'll often be sat there chatting to you and we'll be talking about something and then in the back of my head I'll think how the hell did we get here like what are we talking about right now there's only one rule I think that I've got okay no FIFA 
No, fi- no, it's got to be things that are going to be like vaguely interesting. I think we're going to steer clear of football altogether. Yes. Partly because we got most of that out of the way before we started recording tonight. Almost on purpose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like, right, get this out. Let's <laughs> do this. Paper's been out for a week. Let's yeah. get it all out now. Uh, yeah. Move on. Yeah. Um, none of that stuff. But other than that, everything is on the table and we're going to start the timer right about... Did you, did you hear me slam my phone into the <laughs> microphone stand there, people? Hopefully. Like I say, this is about you getting a little peek behind the glass. So, um, right. Five minutes starts now. Interesting. What do I talk about? <laughs> so this is the funny thing is that we we kind of come together and we decide our, what we're going to talk about in the podcast. Yeah. Now, we don't script anything no. whatsoever. We might have something to read from. If, you, if we've got an article that we're reading from, we say that or whatever. But very much right now, yeah, we have nothing at all. <laughs> it feels a little bit like you know when someone says, um, "What's your favourite book?" or "What's your favourite band?" and you just kind of go completely blank. It's like I've never read a book. I yeah. don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't never read a book. <laughs> but this is when so it's the same. Someone's like, "What do you want to talk about?" It's like I don't know. Yeah, I've never spoken to anyone. Yeah, I don't know how to have a conversation with you. Um... <laughs> I'm just hoping you don't finish, because well, what, what are we going about? Well, fortunately, we've both um, prepared a few emergency subjects, haven't we? Yeah. Maybe, maybe should we get things going with one already? <laughs> I feel like that's a bit poor form, isn't it? If we, we're on emergency questions and topics already. Well, I didn't expect it to go um, no, to go that, that quickly into crisis mode. I don't feel like we're in crisis mode. I just feel like we're in a very slow talking nothing. <laughs> like in this stage, um, I feel like this actually might be a good uh, exercise for me to like, I was going to say fill time with nonsense, but I've been doing that for 113 episodes. <laughs> You've been doing that for 26 years or however old you are. I'm 25, so that's uh, disappointing. Sorry, I, I was on the phone to my mum earlier. Yeah. Um, And... We were we were talking about I've got a couple of weeks off coming up and um we were talking about her birthday happens to fall in that. And she was like, uh, it would be nice to see you over my birthday and I was like, Yeah, don't worry about mum, I haven't forgotten your birthday <laughs> And then I got her birthday wrong. By one day and one day only. Really? But yeah. Did you not have it like can you go somewhere to find out? I was on the phone to her, I couldn't be like, I know your birthday, Mum. <laughs> Hang on, let me just check your Facebook. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I said, don't worry, I know it's the 17th. Not oh. the 17th, 16th. Terrible. 16th of September? October. October. September would be in the past yet. at this yeah, stage. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's okay. I yeah. There's always... what I know my dad's is 6th of June. Or you, no, <laughs> July. <laughs> 6th of July. July. And uh, Mum's is really easy because it's the 5th of November. Now, which one's the at night? Remember, remember the 5th of November. Right, so it's on the 4th. My Mum's is on the 4th. Okay. So that thing... That <laughs> 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 thing that I know and definitely remember, I didn't. <laughs> I'm terrible at remembering people's birthdays, though. I always thought I was really good. Like, your brother Jack... I. I've got no idea what his birthday is, and it drives him mental. It's in May, I think. Yeah. But but it's the same day as mine. I don't know what yours is. 15th? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 
There you go then. Uh, hey. <laughs> I knew yours better than I knew Jarrett's. That's bad. I hope he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he will like regularly bring up. Um, I know your birthday, but you don't know mine. That makes him sound like a five-year-old. <laughs> Yeah, it's my little brother and, and Tim's <laughs> best mate who's just finished <laughs> or started primary school. <laughs> um, yeah. If you could move your birthday to any time of the year, what would you change it to? Definitely, I wouldn't have it in January anymore. No, it's too early. In the- Mine's it's, February and that's too early as well. It's far too early. I, you know, I kind of have Christmas, birthday, and then I've got to wait all year for anything else decent. Yeah, although it's funny, as you get slightly older, in my head I still have the thing of... I'm not going to get any presents for 10 months, but actually <laughs> <laughs> birthdays and Christmases have become less about that anyway. Yeah, um, I still think that though. Like, I'm not going to have any like nice little bits of cash money. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon I don't want an August one because even though I'm past this stage now, I didn't like kids' birthdays who were in August because they were like, it felt like they were really young because of like school years and it felt too late to have a birthday. Oh, uh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I... I so like people in September, I didn't really like them either because they felt too old. August isn't great because there's a good chance of a lot of your friends being on holiday. That's yeah. kind of my view on it. Then you, again, want, you want people to be around. We're I would 25 say like... 25 and 27 now, so that is less of a thing. I don't know. I mean, just like summer holidays. People not are not like riding your bike outside. <laughs> <laughs> not school holidays. No. Oh! oh. So school holidays... <laughs> School holidays. Oh no, do we know any songs? Um, Not schools that for summer. Well, let's play Mark Ronson's That Bicycle song. Yeah. Good tune.
understand it, but I can't really stand them. Girls love cars, cars cause harm to the planet. Don't you wanna take a joy ride on my tandem? Huffy on a huffy, don't I look so handsome? Bikes suffice, they so nice, they priceless. Working on my calves, triceps and bites. If I pass the gas, stop the traffic lights. I get around, bound without a driver's license. Hello, you walking? Farewell, I'm off in. And I'm whipping through the city with the 40 and the 50 party popping on my willy. My mom tells me I should stop. That was Mark Ronson with the bike song. Interesting. Did you enjoy that? I did very much so. I don't want to say it interesting. It wasn't that interesting. <laughs> uh, really, what I want to say is happy side of the timer. No, I haven't. I just literally We're gonna get remembered and panicked. Five minutes and an extra 20 seconds. Okay, five minutes starting now. Boof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy that song? I did, yeah. Um, it, the very beginning made me think, um, how many songs do I like that have sort of mumbling in? Because the beginning is, yeah, and most things are quite well enunciated, aren't they? Yeah. In music. <laughs> oh, this is a good topic. <laughs> things in music are very well enunciated. See, the thing is, I feel like if we weren't in this kind of pressured environment, we would have gone off on that. But yeah, I you're, mean, you're panicking that you don't have anything to say in reply. How often do you reckon? During an episode, do we kind of stop because we don't know what to say, and then we carry on, and then like kind of gauge our thoughts, and then start again? Because I don't know if it's stopped a lot, or if it just happens so much that we're used to it. No, it never happens now. Yeah, I, I don't think it does. The only times we ever like stop and start again is if we're fucking something up. No, or like the very. I'll often like start an introduction and be like, I've got no idea what I'm saying that makes no sense <laughs> yeah. and then we'll crease for a bit yeah um but no the the conversation for the rest of it I think we're just so comfortable Certainly in this position now. now it's funny because I think every time we start an episode like all right mate how yeah. are you I'm always stumped a little bit <laughs> it's like that's the hardest question you could ask me like I suddenly forget everything I've done who I am what I like <laughs> like everything just goes and then you got to kind of get into the flow of things until I always, you remember who you are again. And this really is like letting the listeners into the kind of internal workings. The reason I'm always a little bit stumped in that part is because 
I've already told you all those things. We've met up earlier. Yeah. We've said you're right. What have you been up to? Exactly. And then it feels a bit disingenuous to sit here, kind of looking in your eyes and being like, I did this. And, and I'm like, like, I know. Oh, I'm gonna I did you laugh? <laughs> so it's like we've got all the deep stuff out and then we're trying to remember like, what's the what else have you done? Yeah, exactly. Um but no, we I mean we always just chat away. Yeah. Absolute nonsense really. Um, I don't know why it feels so much harder this week. How long have we got left? <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes 40. Come oh, on. I wish you never looked. I mean, I was doing fine. I'd just like to kind of, like I say, extend these little bits here <laughs> with <laughs> random words because I'm So tired. do you ever have the equivalent of this where, um, say you're talking to a work acquaintance or someone who you've kind of met but you don't really know? Yeah, for sure. And you're walking somewhere... And you're kind of in your head, okay, it's not the five-minute timer, but you're thinking, I've got to fill yeah. the amount of time it's going to take us to get there and say goodbye. I say, for example, you're walking someone downstairs from your office, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to... There's going to be at least a minute here of... There's Sometimes I have to get a client from upstairs and take them to the meeting room downstairs, yeah. which is 48 seconds of my time. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, like, ask them how... And it happens, it's the same thing every time. Like, I, I don't plan it. It's the yeah. same thing. You say, hi, how are you? Good. First is, so where have you come from? Yeah. Like, have you have to travel far to get here? Yeah. Then two, they say, this is a lovely office. And then I say, yeah, we're very lucky. It happens every time. It's always the same. If yeah. anyone's listening here and you might be a previous client of mine or or a future client of mine, <laughs> just say something really random at that stage. Yeah. Ask me. Don't ask me about the weather. You know, that is pretty standard as well. Yeah. Um, but it is so stressful. It Just small talk, really, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. this isn't necessarily I, small talk, but I do really struggle with small talk. I'm no, Yeah, I'm no good at it. Going back to a, an interview you mentioned earlier, when we had Nalufianya on the show, we met her, um, I'd say probably like two minutes walk away from yeah. where we recorded, maybe a little bit longer in, it was quite a crowded day. Um, but we met yeah. her just, just around the corner. And as we walked around from there... Um, to my office our kind of uh, studio for that weekend I kind of realised I was the one you were talking to her management I think yeah. and I was talking to her and I realised I'm going to have to kind of fill this conversation and I don't think I've ever told this story <laughs> do you think you sped podcast. up or no but I, <laughs> I just in the middle of it told a massive lie <laughs> I think I've told you this yeah. but I've never told it on the podcast and then the rest of the time I was like Shit! I don't know. I, don't, I was so panicked by the fact that I just lied. Um, it wasn't like a massive lie, was it? It was. It, it was, was just a white a stupid lie. But it was like so. We were talking something to just keep it okay. Yeah, keep she had, going. And I'm. I'm just going to put this out there. Hopefully, Nalufa's not listening because she's going to think one idiot. But so she had just arrived in Brighton. Oh no! This is going to come the other side of this song. Just arrived in Brighton. Have you got a song for that, Harry? Just arrived in Brighton. Oh, I know I'm going to have. What's the track of uh, Jack Pinata running in Brighton? Um, second minute or hour. Right, let's play Jack Pinata second minute nice. hour. And you'll hear the rest of the story on the other side.
Good to hear that again. Yeah. Loved that. We're going for a bit of a old school vibe here, aren't we? When I, imagine... I say old school, I mean school. <laughs> yeah, because it's like uh, so on the spot. I imagine we're going to fall straight back into our comfort zone. He's going to be... Maccabee. I would not be surprised if Maccabee's got played today. No. Um, so back to the story. Nalufi Anya has just arrived in Brighton. We're walking around the corner. We are obviously start talking about the kind of virtues of Brighton. And she's telling me that she's got friends who lived here and felt like it was just a little bit small and a little bit insular and kind of you knew everyone. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing um, without seeing people you knew. So I was like, yeah, I, I do recognise that. Um, and then I said, because I, I was talking about how I grew up here and I said I left for three years and then I came back. And she said, oh, was that for uni? And I said, yeah, just because like my brain didn't quite compute. For people who don't know, I went to university in Brighton and then after I'd graduated, left for three years and then came back. But I then said, yes, I left Brighton for uni. And then she went, oh, what uni did you go to? (laughs) And I just panicked and went, Greenwich. (laughs) And... (laughs) Is there a Greenwich Uni? <laughs> there is, because I applied to Greenwich Uni and had an interview okay. there. That's why it came is to that my where, head. Didn't uh, Georgie go there, our friend? No, she went to Middlesex. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, from the point I'd said that to to the recording space was going to be about 
a minute and a half and all I'm thinking about is don't ask me anything about University of Greenwich please just nothing about that did you that. go to the fountain um <laughs> yes I love yeah, the fountain yeah always at the fountain please don't have gone to University of Greenwich and you're yourself. thinking she's going to try and trick me here but yeah. you, you th- she just thinks you went to Greenwich yeah I know but it was just such absolute panic that I was so thrown out of the moment yeah I mean I mean this is a, a girl that we really love we adore her music and yeah, exactly. like suddenly we're there sat with her yeah lying to her face yeah <laughs> <laughs> few for through <laughs> through pure nervousness and anxiety it, it's you know tin doesn't love lying yeah no I'm, mostly i think the fact that i reacted so sort of uh, negatively and was so terrified about it yeah i've done it. i have set the timer harry <laughs> don't just wave your thumb at me um but the fact that i'm like i'm really not a liar at all like no I don't even a tiny little white lie will, would really really stress me out. Mm. I think some people quite like a white <laughs> lie. Do you like a white lie? Uh, I don't like them, but I, I use them. I find them very effective because <laughs> getting what I want. <laughs> no, not at all. It's a defense mechanism for me. It's, yeah. it's exactly the same as you. I but I f- I think I feel that a lot more than you yeah. do. So I can be around people that I even know, and they'll say something, and to get me out of the situation of having to think too much I'll just say yes to it or I'll yeah. I'll kind of simplify it in my head just to kind of move the situation <laughs> to keep it going yeah, just yeah. like you did um, so I, I I probably do I'm not like a compulsive liar but um, <laughs> I have done that for sure yeah. I mean we all have we all have um, and it's it's a, often a split second decision isn't it of what's going to make this situation more strange because if in that situation I'd said when she said um, did you leave Brian for uni? And I said yes. If she then said, "When did? Where did you go?" And I said, "Oh no, actually, I did go to Brian." <laughs> that would have made yeah. it weirder. <laughs> like at the that end of the interview, just... go. Oh, by the way, I yeah. actually went to Brighton. Yeah, that was just a random lie. Yeah. Like that would have made it so much weirder. So it's like, just say another word. Well, I guess... um, and I think that happens in so many social situations. That's the thing with small talk, though, isn't it? I reckon it happens a lot more often than you think yeah. because people within small talk aren't there to really learn anything. They're there to kind of keep it going until yeah. hopefully it either fizzles out or it moves on a little bit more. Yeah. I think then I... again, if you keep lying with small talk, you'll yeah. eventually move on and you're like, suddenly yeah. you're taking her to Greenwich to <laughs> <laughs> showing her the, the house you lived in. I think I also told you about when, in my very early days of freelancing. I might have even told this story on the podcast, actually. I think I have. I met a client and <laughs> she, she had like a, well, a proposed client as well. We weren't even working together yet. It was like the first meeting about potentially doing some work together. Um, and she had like... It was like a backpack, but it was like a red leather shiny backpack. And I got there and I just needed to say something. So I was like, I've got a bag like that. (laughs) Didn't have a bag like that at all. (laughs) Absolutely not. Why would I have a red shiny backpack? But I just said it because it just came out of my mouth. Amazingly. And then we both, we all felt weird about it because she kind of looked at him and went, I could tell she thought, you didn't. You don't have a bag like that. (laughs) You've got to try and find a song about a red shiny backpack. (laughs) Um, no, do you know what I am going to, uh, what my, uh, song is going to be, is going to be the band White Lies. Okay, good. And what's a good White Lies song? What, Farewell to the Fairground? That's Was a that one of them? That's a good song. 
Farewell to the fairground. Yeah. Okay, let's have White Lies Farewell to the Fairground.
White Lies with Farewell to the Fairground, another oldie but a goldie. Yeah. Um, do you like fairgrounds? Um, it's interesting. I don't think I do, really. There, but it depends which ones they are. It's like, I remember when I was at university in Chichester, they had, like... Not Greenwich. This, <laughs> no. <laughs> Back in Greenwich that I definitely went to. Um... <laughs> No, they had like uh, one of those travelling fairgrounds, and they have them down the road, don't they? In yeah. uh, Victoria Park, whatever it's called, um, and they just seem a little bit like scummy, like, just shit, aren't they? Yeah, they're just not that fun. Like no. I know my friends, you always used to go there when they were a bit younger, and they'd be like, "Oh, we went there on Saturday," and then I wouldn't go, and yeah. like basically everyone from school did. Then I found found out all they really did was get hammered, yeah, and do unspeakable things behind things <laughs> like yeah at like you know 15 to 17 years old though 17 is too old but you know it, it wasn't my vibe i'm led to believe that is the kind of thing that would happen at those places yeah it just yeah. seems that kind of and there's, scabby there's quite a lot of the time one <laughs> scabby i haven't heard that word in a while <laughs> uh, there's quite often one right by my house the level in the center of brighton um yeah. there's one on there oh, more yeah, than more than you would expect I will often be walking home from work, but like, again, yeah. there was literally one here two weeks ago. Do you um, like circuses? Yeah, you do. I, do. I went to a circus really quite recently, and it was fucking brilliant. It was one of the best best nights ever. I just, I love it. Just it looks like such like forced entertainment. Or I don't know. I can't really put the words to it. it like it, a circus to me seems, and I don't know if it's just because I've seen the Dumbo trailer recently, <laughs> but it all just seems very Tim Burton, like very off-putting. Like you walk into a circus and you're not, you're not in the real world anymore. Yeah, like, that's, anything that's can great. Happen, it's total it? escapism. No, it's like someone will murder someone, and everyone's no. just like, <laughs> it's the circus. Just, this is because you're scared of clowns again. No, I'm not scared of clowns. You, I mean, you, if a clown came in, I'd be pretty scared. <laughs> But I, I haven't got like a thing what? against clowns. Okay, I mean, I'm going to move this on a little bit. But while we're talking about being scared, so I walked into your bedroom today and I look next to your bed and there's a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I've heard the story, but I think the listeners would like to know why. Why <laughs> on earth lovely little Harry Williams had a full-on baseball bat Right next to his bed Firstly, where he it's sleeps. Not, it's like a half-size baseball bat, okay? I've had it since I was a kid. Um, I, It was pure safety. Um, I have been alone in the house for the last week or so. And I heard a noise one day. And I remembered that there was a baseball bat behind my door. So yeah. it wasn't far away. I saw it from where I was. So I just grabbed it, turned the lights on kind of walked slowly and quietly outside onto the landing <laughs> and sat at the top of the stairs for about five minutes and just kind of thought what to myself. Norm, I was clothed oh, okay. completely. Like, all of my clothes. <laughs> um, and I just kind of just sat there and for five minutes just thought, what would I do if somebody was in here? I know, imagine like, someone tries baseball to bat even... just bonk him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> I was already... I mean, I had really thought about it. I was like, right, what if I'd killed them? Like, is that Okay. Like if they had got if they had broken in and I had killed them, is that okay? I think if British if, law if says the you're door to is open and they come in, then is it okay? Like, no, it's your mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just my brother at the bottom. Of it. <laughs> he came in. I hit him. I mean, who, who was I to know? Um, no, I just didn't know the rules. Yeah. 
What are the rules? Don't know. But um, it's just funny to imagine you sat there. With a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt quite safe. And then I was thinking, should I put a knife under my bed? Like, no. No, for like the future. No. What do you mean, no? No. Like, well under my bed. <laughs> like, not no. like under my pillow that I could accidentally I, stab myself I, I still on. think no. Why? Because why would you? People have guns under their pillows. It's a bad idea. That doesn't generally end well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I've never heard any stories. I've heard it's all fine. <laughs> guns are good. Um, why no. not? A little bit of extra safety. I mean, I've never thought about doing it until yeah. that one point. What's the most scared you've ever been? Um, I actually do know this. And it, there was a bit of, like, humour to it. But me and my brother were once kind of... We must have been quite young. But only, like, 11 and 13, maybe. But we were, I think, downstairs in the lounge. Oh. Okay. The alarm has gone off. The alarm And it's gone yet off. another story cut off in the middle. It's fine. We'll come back to it once I've picked a song. Um... I'm going to go with the horrors, just because nice. we're talking of slightly scary things. And I'm going to go with something to remember me by.
to remember me by by the horrors because I was horrified. Um, so where was I? I was downstairs in the lounge with my brother, and um, we we just remember hearing, "I'm coming to get you." <laughs> and we were on our own, like our mum and dad. We we didn't know where they were. Yeah. So we heard that, and I remember me and Jack just turning our heads to each other in sheer terror. <laughs> I mean, it was it was at like as if somebody. I mean, imagine somebody at the back of your kitchen or like near the outside area saying, "I'm coming to get you." Yeah. And you don't know anyone else is it that's in the house, so we just <laughs> pegged it upstairs for some reason. Um, that's I think the wrong we way. Thought, I think we thought mum and dad were upstairs. Um, fully like pushing each other kind of kicking one another like just getting upstairs regardless of who got there first there was no like follow me or like oh i'll help you or save you it was none of that um so we got upstairs and then we sat we just kind of were silent in our room and then we heard it again outside and then we were just terrified again you know, that would just went on. It felt like forever. <laughs> we realised my dad was in the garden and my mum was just standing by the door saying it to him. But she didn't know that we were in there <laughs> hearing it. And also, like, being terrified by it, by it like, on the side. Um, it was, was hilarious. It was, I think that's the most scared of it. I've also been in a plane that I thought was going to crash, but it did, like, a real dip. Like, a proper... That would scare me. Proper dip. Like, yeah. you know, when you think, oh, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. I don't know how many times somebody uh, thinks that in their life. It's probably not many times. But it was very much, oh, no, that's it. Like, <laughs> this is it. Yeah. And then it was just kind of over straight away and you're fine. Yeah. Um, wow. Have you ever been horrified? <laughs> I like, I definitely have. I definitely um, can kind of imagine that sensation running through my body of, like, absolute abject terror. But trying to place what that was, like, what, it, what prompted that, I'm, I can't. I can't really think of anything that's properly scared me. I mean, what's springing to my mind at the moment definitely is by no means the most scared I've ever been, but it happened while recording this podcast. We were at my work in town. Oh, not today's episode. No, no, no. no, I was terrified today. Um, No, we were at my office in the centre of Brighton and uh, we had Ben Brooks on the show. Right. Uh, Yeah, this is brilliant. Some... We're recording, just kind of doing as we do. It's quite late at night by this point, and there's outside. But like, in the, no, it's, it was in the distance. It was yeah, 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 yeah. But for some, and it wasn't Halloween. It wasn't uh, bonfire night or anything, or anything like, like that. that. And we would have totally just breezed that off. <laughs> but Ben panicked. And then that made us. No, panic. but we did for we for a very short amount of time. We kind of thought, no, don't be daft, Ben. Yeah. Like we're fine. And then he yeah. said, "It's gunshots," and we were like, <laughs> yeah. no, "Don't be silly." Yeah. Now I do have this audio clip somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to go back and see if I can find it, and if yeah. I can, I'll place it in here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that was actually what I was thinking about earlier. Yeah. Because it, and that was the weird thing. Like, I was still. There was a part of me that was still slightly laughing at the situation. We haven't even got to the the good bit. The fact that we all, yeah. after a while, had a realisation that, oh no, it might be something. Yeah. So we ran upstairs. All we turned us. all the lights off <laughs> yeah. and ran upstairs and sort of hid under a desk. <laughs> <laughs> and 
the thing is well we were still laughing <laughs> that was and I remember being there kind of crouched upstairs and at once finding it hilarious but also being terrified like my heart was racing absolutely racing in my chest I could feel like boom, 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 boom. but I was thinking all that was going on in my mind is we are quite open yeah like someone there's so much glass, glass. In that <laughs> it's just glass yeah. and if they've got guns that loud they'll get through yeah. the glass and then where are we we've got nothing to do yeah. or nowhere to go yeah and yeah that that kind of was scary in a in a like um deep down we knew it was fireworks yeah. but just the realization that what if it wasn't yeah. was enough to kind of frighten us yeah. a little but last sunday last sunday had almost exactly the same thing well, really? I I came out of the cinema that I was talking about earlier, the ICA, which is down, is basically next door to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. So, um, what's the park in front of it called? Green Park. Green Park, and then you kind of go up. It's quite a grand street. Oh, it's happened again. Grand Street. Can you get anything on that? Um, no, but we're by Buckingham Palace, so I'm going to play the Sex Pistols with um, God Save the Queen. Nice. <laughs>
that was Sex Pistols with God Save the Queen. Lovely. Um, so, scary, slightly story. I've just come out of um, the ICA yeah. in London. I'm walking up towards uh, whatever the... What's the tube station nearest to there? Uh, Green Park. No, it's not that one. Anyway, walking up quite a wide Grand Street. And as we walk up, this is central London, late at night. It is there's Park. a. It, well, that's not the station I was going to, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, at the end of the street, all right, <laughs> and I'm, I'm straight away. I kind of recoil back, and I'm with my girlfriend Meek, and she just kind of quite calmly keeps walking towards the noise, and I'm like, "What's that? What is that?" And she's like, well, "I don't know," just continues to walk forward, and I'm like, "There's a part of me that's thinking, not only have I in my head." I've gone past the part of being like witness to a terrorist attack and I'm already thinking about telling people <laughs> when they've seen on the news that there was a terrorist attack being like, I was on that street. <laughs> I've, I'm already in my head having that conversation it's, with everyone. It, the, the funny thing is, or it's not funny, is that it's kind of sad that I feel like we've all kind of been in that situation in yeah. ways like you don't, you, you know, yeah. I work in London all the time. I'm Every now and then I'm thinking... Oh, what's going to happen? Someone's yeah. going to happen. It always happens. Yeah. Like we're in a world now where these things yeah. happen far but, too often. Yeah. But these bangs were so loud, yeah. and they were kind of reverberating around all the buildings around me. And I'm thinking, Jesus! Um, Did you find out what it was? Yeah. So as we get like a little bit further up the street, I re- because there was also a big crowd of people at the end of the street, and I couldn't. I didn't have my glasses on. It was late at night, so I can't really see anything. So in my like, I'm kind of squinting and thinking, are they kind of running away from something? What's going on? Get a bit further up the street, I realise it's like one of those kind of street car rally type things. Right. And there's so like it's a, car. a car backfiring. There's a car which he's revving and it's shooting fire out of the back of his car and it's going. <laughs> pow, pow. So that's what the noise is. But yeah, for, for a split second, I was like, I'm in the middle of it and now I'm on ITV News telling everyone how scary it was. <laughs> ITV News. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least uh, you didn't go worse than that. You weren't like I'm. I'm gonna die. Rubble. Or... No, uh, no. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, f- we've got a very short lull here. I'm just gonna very quickly. I said I would do this. I've got a friend at work called Jazz. She's a very new listener to the show, and I just want to say hi. Shout and, out, Jazz. Uh, shout out. I've to heard you. so much about you. Yeah, she's a uh, she loves us. She loves our voices. And I hear our... she thinks we're soothing, or you specifically are soothing. Specifically, I am. I think I'm not a soothing. I may be a little more soothing. I don't That's bad. I don't think annoying. I've got as many <laughs> bassy tones in my voice. I feel like I put, I almost put on a bit of a bassy tone sometimes. Yeah, you don't talk like this in real life. It, I, do you know? I I realised this today, so I had to do a presentation at work. And when I'm like a bit nervous, yeah, like Barry White, <laughs> <laughs> music sync is a pretty crazy world. Um, no, I, I, when I'm a bit nervous or like, you know, like nervous about something, yeah, I kind of firstly lose my ability to breathe, and I, I kind of speak in the back of my voice like this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kind of speaking like that. I sound like what's his name doing the little man in the box <laughs> uh, Rob Brydon you know that I sound really strange and I don't like it and like, I've really got to get a hold on that because I, I can't keep doing yeah. meetings like this <laughs> it's nice to meet you <laughs> 
Right, have you got a question? <laughs> because we've lolling. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were still going. No, I was expecting oh. you to come in there. You didn't, oh. and now here we are. Oh, no, we're here. Wow, well, we've gone quite far without having a little lull. We have, actually. I mean, I'm going to just do, maybe for the last, what are we going to do, one more song? Yeah, we've got one more song to go. Right, so I've got a few backup questions here, and I'm just going to do one of them. Go. Um, what's your least and favourite drinking game? Um, I like, I like a simple one. I don't, you know, when there's just like a little bit too many rules and it's like, we're just here to have fun. I like, yeah. I like, for example, Roxanne. Like you play. Oh, I hate that. It's too simple. No, but just like, just That's boring. Or red or black. I like. Yeah, I'm up for that. Just like See, Roxanne some... isn't a game; it's just drinking far too much. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that, that. He says Roxanne far too much. Yeah. It, I mean, he does. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. I, I, what's yours then? Um, I, I'm not really a drinking what's game. What's your fan. least favorite? Most of anything that's too complicated, I'll just straight away just play that. See, I don't, don't get it. I thought my least favorite was oh. <laughs> the alarm's gone <laughs> off, but I think we've started so we'll finish. I thought my least favorite was uh, never have I ever, and then I had a game in the hot tub at the forest, and this it was actually pretty good. Kinky. It, it wasn't kinky. Uh, it was just like in a hot tub. Never have I see, ever. See, I'm on the defensive all the time, so I'm just waiting for people to try and do me over yeah. <laughs> so like I'm waiting for someone to ask me something annoying um, and it didn't really happen so it, I had a good time with it the thing I don't like about Never Have I Ever and we're going a bit over the time limit but we're going to do it anyway yeah the thing I don't like is people will ask a question that they specifically know you've done yes it's like what's the most embarrassing thing I know about you I'm going to say that <laughs> and no one else is going to drink and I'm just going to be like yeah yeah I did that Who's it, done a poo in a gets... bin bag? <laughs> <laughs> Carry a bag, whatever it was. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you just know they're mugging you off, and it's like, oh, really? And you, you just, just mug me off. <laughs> you're the one who gave your own identity away. <laughs> I have said nothing about you. <laughs> <laughs> um no I but then then you sit there and you're thinking who knows what about me I'm just panicking the whole yeah, time no, like, oh he knows that's this that's why he knows I didn't this. like it the only reason why I say I don't not dis- I don't dislike it as much as I thought I did is because I completely got away with like an hour long game <laughs> that's right like, just everyone okay. else making fools and yeah exactly I can imagine it being quite enjoyable then yeah it's good then spectator it was good. sport <laughs> yeah um, my my favourite, I guess, would be something like you said, red and black, red or black, or like beer pong or something like that. Yeah, beer pong's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, have you got, have you got some? Um, uh, what? Uh, we're on the topic of never have I ever, and let's go with Kane Strang. Never kissed a blonde. Nice.
was Kane Strang with Never Kissed a Blonde and Tim. How's things going? Good. You just did the thing. You, you did your deep voice then. You did your kind of late night radio. So that was like I can't Kane help Strang have... with Never Kissed a Blonde. I can't help but have a rather delectable voice. <laughs> delectable. Delectable. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's pretend I said it the right way. Yeah, you did. Thank you. Um, I think we did quite well with that. Yeah. Yeah? I think so. I hope so. We had a good laugh. There was only one proper <clears throat> lull. Was that when I said, there's a lull here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably was that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I wonder if it's something we should potentially revisit in the future. I think so. Um, we'll get some random tunes in there. and Yeah. Uh, Listeners, tell us if you enjoyed that, because um, it felt fun to record, but it's always difficult to know what it sounds like to you guys. Yeah. I feel like these are kind of our... Um, it's almost like a, a backstage, our transparent episodes, where we have a chat yeah. as if we're not recording... We play some tracks, but we're talking about, you know, what it's like to record and then yeah. other things. Like we said at the very beginning, it's like breaking the fourth wall, isn't it? And yeah. I I like the idea of, you know, we want to welcome you guys in. Um, I like the idea that we're just kind of our total selves um, in doing this. And it's probably taken us quite a long time to be able to do an episode like this, mm. um, to be so comfortable to just chat away absolute billy bollocks uh, <laughs> on the podcast you bullshitter <laughs> um, yeah yeah it was a fun one um, yeah. so thanks so much for tuning in yeah cheers um, yeah really appreciate it and feedback on this one in particular would be great so nice one and we will see you very very soon in fact so soon they'll be next week uh, I've been Tim <laughs> and I've been Harry and this has been Tracks taking us out is her with five minutes because that's all we really had all I need is five minutes if you can see the side all I need is five minutes if you read between the lines one for the eyes and one for the voices one for the touch, one for the soft grin And then the kisses And then the kisses All I need is five minutes Start the ignition All I need is your look To hang my imagination All I need is your view To picture your position We could get away Ride horses Sail on the bay Drink from the sauces And then the kisses Following courses And again, kisses Following courses Like a butterfly effect One hit of a cigarette Mistakes don't regret All I need is five minutes Like a drug side effect